0: Welcome to Cabot Coverage, the podcast where three sisters and a beloved family friend discuss the crime-solving adventures of mystery novelist Jessica Fletcher on Murder, She Wrote. I'm Susanna. I'm Megan. I'm Glennis, And I'm Ashley. And this week we're discussing Stage Struck, which is episode 10 from season three, and originally aired on the 14th of December, 1986, which is confusing because IMDb put it as July 9th, 1988. <laughs> I don't think that's right, I... <laughs> did a little further investigation and it's December 14th, 1986. Our writer is Philip Gerson. He's written nine episodes. The episodes he's written we've covered are The Days Dwindle Down, Just Another Fish Story, and Town Father. So all quite well-liked episodes, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so Stage Struck sees Jessica reuniting with her friends, actors Julian Lord, played by Edward Mulhair. And Maggie Tarot, played by Eleanor Parker. Julian and Maggie have an on off relationship <laughs> that uh, apparently they're called the Battling Lords mm-hmm. in the press because they're always getting into fights and destroying hotel rooms. Anyways, they've reunited for a very special play where they, I think it's meant to kind of be like um, the Philadelphia story or something like that, where they're exes who then reunite, who then want to get back together. Did you ever catch the name of the play? I did, yes. Okay. So the okay. play is called, uh, sorry, I wrote it down. The Past is Here to Stay. <laughs> I don't know. I, you, I totally missed that. The It just rolls right off the tongue. <laughs> you could just call it The Past is Present, I think would have been a funner <laughs> title. <laughs> but, okay. Um, anyways. So uh, putting the play on are Alexander Preston, played by Dan O'Herlihy, and Nikki Saperstein, played by John Plachette. Also involved is actor Larry Matthews, played by Shea Farrell, who you think is dating Maggie, but maybe she's just using him to make Julian jealous because it seems like those two maybe want to get back together. Also there is Barbara Bennington, played by Anne Turkle, who's a soap actress who's playing Maggie's understudy for the play. And she's brought along her fiance, T.J. Holt, played by Don Most. There's also stage manager, Prue Mattson, played by Christopher Norris, and prop guy, Eddie Bender, played by Bob Hastings. So they're rehearsing for the play. And something keeps freaking out Maggie. Someone's playing hilarious practical jokes (laughs) that are actually really horrible. And they sort of send her into a tailspin. Barbara ends up having to go on for Maggie and when she does, she is poisoned during one of her scenes in the play. In comes Chief Merton P. Drock, played by John Shuck, who had a part of the play as well, but he's also a police officer. So he's now investigating alongside Jessica, but he doesn't really know what he's doing. And. There's a lot of investigation Jessica has to do in terms of finding out about Julian and Maggie's past, finding out about Barbara and her real motives for being there and who TJ is. And turns out Maggie had a secret son with Julian, but that she's basically getting blackmailed over. Anyways, what happens is. <laughs> it turns out Julian murdered Barbara to get him to get her off his back and Maggie's back. And that's is quite sad actually at the end. And you never find out who the son is, which I thought was annoying because I was hoping you would maybe yeah. find out. Yeah, I kept asking Susanna, I was or Megan. I was like, who is the sun? Wait, wait where it's a is this is this, is this wow. the sun? Is this is, is this <laughs> the sun? <laughs> I'm probably I'm pretty sure I made her head explode, but <laughs> No, but it was, I then was confused because I couldn't remember if, you know, the younger guy, what, you know, was her son or not, or we were going to do that old, old (laughs) chestnut. Well, and then I was like, do we know it's a son? Could it be a Prue? Like, you know, all these sorts of things. Anyways, there's a couple of fun facts for this episode. This episode reveals how Jessica met her husband Frank, which is that they were both set painters or working backstage at this play. The next fact is guest actor Edward Mulhair was a regular on Night Rider. Guest actress Ann Turkle was a guest on Knight Rider. <laughs> so that was mm-hmm. loose. Um, this episode was this is it wasn't on IMDB, but it's just an interesting fact. This episode was directed by John Aston. And Glynis, oh, wow. you'll remember John Aston as Harry from the episode where there it's the lady in the lake. He's the Mm -hmm. sort of wheeling dealing real estate guy from Cabot Cove, but obviously more famously is Gomez Adams from the original Adams family TV show. Mm -hmm. And then last point is really just to say that we have a lot of actors in this episode who have appeared in other episodes we've covered. So Prue played by Christopher Norris, she was in Deadpan. Edward Mulher, who plays Julian, was in One Good Bid Deserves a Murder. So far, our worst performing episode of Cabin oh. People really don't like, I don't think it's our episode as much as maybe they don't have a lot of affection for that episode of Murder, She Wrote, um, but for I might be wrong band? about that. No, For One Good Bid Deserves a Murder. Oh, but that's not a Cabin Cove episode. No, I was saying that it's the worst performing episode of Cabot Coverage. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I thought you were saying it's your, our worst performing Cabot Coverage. No, 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 no. And then um, Don Most was in The Big Show of 1965 <laughs> and also more famously, Ralph Mal from Happy Days. And then um, favorite, last but not least, Mr. Shea Farrell, who was in Unwilling Witness and, of course, <laughs> is the amazing kevin Tibbles from benedict arnold slipped here yep with his cut off cabot cove high t-shirt sweatshirt so he's back yep um, and luckily we still have one more episode with Shay Perliss, so we're not even here. that's great um okay so stage truck what do you think
1: i mean i really like this episode
0: there's a lot of creepy dudes in this. Like, Don, yeah. I don't mean to kick this off on that note, but Don most character is really creepy. And then, hey, okay, the ice cream parlor guy. I mean, well, he gets, like, <laughs> oh, yeah. filling aside from Jessica, like on the IMDB page, Eddie Bender is right below into a That's because it's alphabetical, but still. And he's like, I remember your ice. He remembered her whole ice cream order. He's like, I remember everything about that summer. And you're like,
1: dude,
0: <laughs> <It's> <laughs> thirty years. And then he's like, No woman ever measured up to Maggie. Whatever, what? Pharaoh. Sorry. I mean, I was. <laughs> Yeah, that was a worrying factoid he threw out to Jessica and as her friend you'd think Jessica would be like oh that guy seems a little bit creepy but she was like he's fine he totally didn't do this like, yeah okay <laughs> he remembered Frank so like oh yeah. also Susanna and I got in a thing. yeah Susanna thought this was Cavaco it's not it's I for but I also thought it was Florida, which it clearly is, not, I don't think it's Florida. <laughs> is it Someone Apple had, Valley or something? Al- Applewood Playhouse. Apple. But then I think I got confused because it was how Frank and Jessica yeah. met. And so I think I got confused. But yes, no, you're right. I did get that. I did misspeak there. Yeah, I couldn't have been more wrong. <laughs> the weird thing is, when Jessica's like remembering how she and Frank met, mm-hmm. he comes in so hot. He's like, that's the worst paint job I've ever seen.
1: I had to oh, rewind yeah. it
0: because I was like, surely he didn't do <laughs> And just- she's like looking <laughs> off like wistfully like. <laughs> <laughs> back. I mean, I, I knew he talked to her about this, but I didn't realize he was so hard. Right. He nagged her was the first thing he oh, did to like <laughs> get her interested. And it's like, what? <laughs> that's good. But we know he's cute because we saw that. Clip from the last flight of the Dixie Damsel. So, well, right. And they kept calling, kept calling, they kept talking about how tall he was. Like, mm-hmm. there was like, oh, where was that tall guy that used to follow you? Like, we knew, we know he's a hunk. Um, and she said that she, um, where was it? I'd written it down, um, that she was like the second best stage manager that they had, but that there were only two. Right. <laughs> like, I'd never be an actress. Wink, wink. (laughs) Right. I know, like, I think one of the reporters asks her, what's your angle here? (laughs) It's like, yeah, Jessica, what is your angle? (laughs) Jessica doesn't want any part of that world. No. She just wants to, you know, she's meeting up. And I thought it was kind of rough that Maggie didn't know that Frank had passed, but Julian did, and that Yeah, that was super weird. It's like, oh, I thought you guys were really good friends. And then uh, she calls him Fred too, right? Like No, someone else did. She couldn't remember his name either, I don't think. Like, I think the idea was that Julian was really the one who'd because it said he he said he'd even been to Cabot Cove. And I it sounded like Maggie had it. Right. Oh yeah. And then yeah, because Maggie's like, because Maggie's first thought she's like did you two do something after the funeral it's right, like yeah right, Maggie like first thing Jessica did after the funeral of her beloved husband of many decades was hook up with Julian like come come on. Right, like what a weird thing to say <laughs> I know it's like not uh, not ever yeah it's well it's like a fun premise to have the like fighting like the Richard Burton, Elizabeth Taylor of the theater world, I guess. And that they'd like be... But then it, I guess, were were we meant to think that they hadn't been together all that time since the play? It was confusing. I thought on and off, but I'm not really sure. Uh, Yeah, because it was like they'd had the, they obviously knew they'd had the baby together. Mm-hmm. Why, there was never any mention of like, I guess you're meant to think it would have like stifled their careers to have a baby like at that yeah, time. That part I did find a little confusing. Yeah. Like why she had to give the, why they had to give the baby up. I mean, maybe that she didn't like, maybe they wanted to, but they never like said one way or the other about it. Sorry, Megan. Yeah, no, I mean- because weren't they married? I mean, not that. And that she had to leave the last play like super abruptly. Was Were they both married to other
1: people or something like that? I don't know. I can't, It was confusing. Yeah, it was mean, weird. I thought they had broken up or gone separate ways and then gotten back together. But then the way they acted felt like they'd been together the whole time. I don't know. I don't know. But I don't think they'd seen each
0: other in several years. Right. Well, no. And also it just felt strange that they would like have this big time secret when it felt like there was no, like why this needed to be kept a secret when Uh it was like two people that were together presumably might have even been married because they called them the battling lords so at some point they must have been married to each other oh yeah and they they like tossed um (laughs) they like destroyed hotel rooms (laughs) yeah i couldn't quite understand why this all had to be some big under like you know under the radar thing it just didn't quite follow that okay there's a lot to talk about here yeah there is. I also want to spend like a decent amount of time talking to, about the reporter at the beginning. He's so shady about her age. That yeah, that's done. That was done most, wasn't yeah, she it? She just dropped 10, ten years without adding a false, dropping a false eyelash, and then he's like, "It helps that she hasn't been on stage for the last ten years." <laughs> Only about seems ten mean. years. mean. Yeah, he's so creepy, it and the fact weird. The fact that she's like, this is my fiance. And you're like, okay, in what universe are <laughs> <Like, laughs> you know, these people? Yeah, what, what universe would those two be together? Well, they didn't even have, she was like, oh, this is my fiance. And she stood like a foot away from him. Like, you know, and you're like, okay, yeah. these two people obviously are not together.
1: And then when Jessica's like, she's like, oh, shouldn't you
0: be more upset that your fiancé's died? And he was like, right. oh. He's like, burial's a pagan ritual. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, shouldn't you mind your business, old woman? <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> oh God. And he knocks over Kevin Tibbles, just like, you know, lays him out, basically. The fact that he thought he could outrun Kevin Tibbles was like, you gotta wake up pretty early in the morning to outrun football star Kevin Tibbles. Yeah, I like, love <laughs> uh, no, was, was he really a football star? No, no, no I'm we're making just making that straight. up. I don't remember. Because of his stupid shirt. Because of his shirt. <laughs> no, but it's funny you say that. Oh, and then she, they say like, she says that she's been to basically rehab or whatever. And they're like, how was it? And she says, the weather was dry and so am I. <laughs> that that, uh, that's why she said that, because all I caught was her saying the weather was dry and so am I. And I was like, what's that in reference to? <laughs> did really she talked about rehab. When they call her out about lying about her age, she's like, what are you, where do you work the Bureau of Birthdays? I was like, yeah. <laughs> <Ow. laughs> like, this is the most strange like press junket I've ever seen. Yeah. Commun- like sometimes you watch movies or TV shows and you're like, this is insane. Like, I'm sure a press junket wouldn't look anything like this. Like, it, <laughs> but then they have to do something for dramatic effect. They're like stood around the like courtyard of the playhouse, just throwing out like personal factoids that these kind of older they're not people even asking questions are just like heckling them. And what yeah. Yeah. is that? It's like you've you've been reunited at the playhouse where you had your first torrid affair. Like, <laughs> oh. that sounds, like, again, there's a lot of like <laughs> like opinions getting thrown out by like I'm assuming professional journalists. It's like that seems crazy. I mean, and they've all um, descended on upon Applewood, <laughs> little tiny Applewood, to watch this. <laughs> hilarious comedy <laughs> the likes of which you've never seen wait what's it called again from our present to our past <laughs> the past is here to stay okay uh, no i mean from our present to our past again these are better plays on than the past is here to stay it's The set design and like that green horrible
1: dress
0: (laughs) okay I'm gonna tell you something Megan so like obviously you know this but like Ash and I went to an all-girls school
1: and we went here
0: put (laughs) (laughs) put a production of the women on and there was a scene where which like makes total sense yeah that one checks out yeah. Fun play, comedy, you know, the like social politics of it, you know, we've moved on since the days of having to like go to Reno and go on a ranch to get a divorce from your husband on the plane right. or whatever. Right, right,
1: right. Right.
0: But there was a scene in it where we had to play bridge and you're having to pretend to play cards saying words you don't understand because a bunch of 16 year olds don't know how to play bridge <laughs> and the set decide on this. <laughs> them drinking the apple I mean the grape juice and stuff it just felt a lot like I was walking back on stage performing in the women in my freshman year of high school. (laughs) Were you guys like pretending to drink alcohol? Oh yeah we had grape juice like in wine glasses I mean we're meant to be playing adults weren't we? Oh my god that's hilarious. And my friend (laughs) had to play (laughs) <laughs> to play somebody else's daughter. I mean, there was a lot going on there. <laughs> the <was just> like, <laughs> age difference between them, obviously, was like two years. And so one stood there with her like wine glass <laughs> and her like 40s <laughs> hair and the other had like probably pigtails and <laughs> like, Oh sorry. my God. It was, I'm sure you can ask mom and dad, I'm sure it was wonderful. Sure. But I feel like the same set designer that did that play
1: uh, did did the set
0: production on this?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That is. Yeah. The, I mean, the, the outfits, though, amazing. That green jumpsuit. Oh, see, I hated the green jumpsuit. Oh, I loved it with the sparkles around the collar. Oh my yeah, God, yes. Are you kidding? I me? liked it too. It felt like a real theatery kind of like you'd never wear it in life, but you'd wear it on the stage because it's loud and flashy. Well, the one that I was torn like I know it's not we're not there yet, but fashion wise was Barbara's blue jumpsuit no Megan it was bad I was so bad do I like it It had like a purple flower on the side because there's one scene where she comes like bounding up and then um, Maggie totally schools her which was great I think the thing with that is (laughs) Barbara was just a super beautiful woman and so like she could have pulled off a trash bag because I thought about this I was like do I like that? Like, if yeah, I, I couldn't tell. If I put that on, I would look like—I don't know—I was wearing a boiler suit, but like on her, it she looked great. I just, yeah, no, I mean, you're I'd right. Get people like, being like, "Are you going to the mines today?" And I'd be like, "No, I'm not." This is bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was okay. That helps explain it because I—I was like. do i hate this or do i love this i don't think it was horrible but i do think it was (laughs) one of those things where she could have worn literally anything and i would have (laughs) it. i feel like let us they take one look at you in that outfit and be like i didn't know you were starting a career in country music (laughs) (laughs) yeah all right okay i really didn't like that outfit i have to say i thought i think barbara is very she is very beautiful but again like we have some like the hair was kind of a weird choice like there was a couple of weird choices with her but I liked her in the green I liked actually both ladies in that green jumpsuit and I thought it was a dress and when Maggie stood up and I saw that it was pants and not a dress I literally was like (laughs) I love it more because it's a jumpsuit. I was like, this is it's gonna be impossible to go to the bathroom in that thing, but I love it. Yeah, because there were like buttons at the back. Like it wasn't just a zipper. Uh, yeah, it probably had a hook and eye, you know, all sorts of stuff going on. You just have to hold it. Yeah. yeah. Or if you're <laughs> or you drink your grape juice, so sip it. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> um Barbara a couple things with barbara like i guess she was a terrible monster which we only found out later Mm -hmm. basically Mm. she was trying to um all about eve Maggie by blackmailing her by throwing her off her game with the information about the sun but then julian says to the producer one of the producers he says that oh don't you have a personal services contract with her i'm sure you're getting other services as well and you're like i'm so sorry Just because she's a woman like that's do you know what I mean? I was like, why even say anything like that? Like we've not seen her do. We this isn't like a Mariah Osborne thing where we you know everybody's mad because she's hitting on their husbands. It's like this woman has literally done nothing. She's just introduced us to her, you know, like serial killer husband. I mean, or fiance (laughs) It's like that's about his his name Harry. His name was tj <laughs> tj T- terrence j something oh. wait and with the ice cream guy that's true and julian has this like quote where he's like you he basically stop thinking with your privates about yeah. her and you're like yeah you're right susanna it's like there's been no like indication that she, like of that And I mean, I'm not saying if she was that that would even be bad, but the show hasn't given us any frame of reference for that being something that like, she's, you know, that she's like, it's also Machiavellian and she's going around and she's like, going to get what she wants in any way possible. It's like we only find out she's bad in retrospect when Julian tells us she's bad.
1: Right. Right.
0: And there is a world where he's made that all up. And actually he was the one putting all the stuff in Maggie's stuff. I hate to say it, guys. I mean, that's pretty dark, but could be. Because we only have his word for all that. Yeah. yeah. And TJ's, I guess, as well, that she was, like, investigating. <laughs> but TJ doesn't seem like the most reliable. <laughs> like, that was 10 years ago. Was the ice cream guys named Eddie? Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I feel like we should have, they don't have to be named Eddie, well, he was almost a Jonathan. He was almost of these days. Yeah. Yeah, except even creepier. You know who he's closer to which is darker is the one good bit deserves another guy. The
1: guy that was oh. basically stalking
0: that woman and killed her.
1: Oh not, not David. David the creepy teddy bear guy. The Oh, the David, David Oliver. Oliver. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Linus is like, you guys are such a loser. He, he, he hand like, for her her ice cream and he's like, I remember everything from that summer. You know, he's
0: oh, in He's,
1: he's yeah. in David
0: Tolliver.
1: It's so hard
0: because David Tulliver is just so and so we had Bundy? That Yeah, that s without ending up being the villain. right. So yeah, I think we should have a beat for like side characters that are just so greedy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I did write down that TJ was the local office creeper. But it's not an office, it's a theater. But he's still they're all running about their business and he's just walking around creeping around. He's, <laughs> he's so right. creepy and he just he like he is
1: creepy, but when he comes clean, I feel like he's less creepy. Right. And yeah. Eddie yeah. was like, I felt consistently like, yeah. creepy. He's like, uh, Julian
0: Lord, he's the
1: worst. You're like, If you like if I
0: was like still in love with like someone from Take That or like 17 well, like, Someone you went to like like uh summer worked at summer camp with and you're like i remember your ice cream order <laughs> i can't remember what happened like yesterday i <laughs> was gonna say i like you i run into people from my past that i haven't seen in like a handful of years i can't remember their names i can't remember like yeah. the context or it's someone you've met numerous times, and you're like, I know I should know their name by now. So what I do now is I get whatever friend I'm with to be like, can you just like fake introduce yourself for me? I would really <laughs> appreciate it. Like, yeah. So it's like you going to summer camp. Uh huh. Yeah. Little Tommy Jones had a big crush on him, and he knew what he ordered for his ice cream. There's no yeah. one named Tommy Jones. I just. Tommy Joe yeah. <laughs> His name was Bobby Teenager. Any town you lived in on Main Street. <laughs> I, does that come up like monthly? Should we have like a tally of how many times
1: <laughs> Bobby, Bobby, how Teenager. Bobby Teenager?
0: But I feel like we've talked about this before where it's like, I think I've said this before. It's like I cannot remember the names of like crushes I had in school. And so your point to your point, Glennis, it's like if I can't even remember their names, I can remember their name, but maybe nothing else. It's like how, and that, and that wasn't even that long ago. You know, that this guy is talking about 30 years. I mean, that's a ton and of time. In an ice cream shop, it'd be like, you know, like, okay, fine. If you had a summer job in an ice cream shop and there was a cute girl that came in or a cute guy that came in, I'm sure, yeah, maybe you would remember the order. But since he's now been in that career then for 30, 40 years, you'd think... He made so many different ice creams plus it wasn't even the like he remembers the order of the girl who was friends with his crush like this is <laughs> yeah, <worst thing>. yeah. <laughs> yeah not even a famous per- I mean she's famous now but she wasn't famous at the right you know what guys I tell a lie I had a boyfriend when I was five <laughs> okay and I remember his name and I remember that we watched how the elephant got its Drunk.
1: <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard of that movie. I haven't either, and I thought I thought it was. I knew this obviously wouldn't be the case, but it was like
0: when you started with how the elephant. I was like, oh, it's like how the elephant got its groove back.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I I also thought you were gonna say I was how the like, got
0: I did not remember how the elephant got its groove back. <laughs> That's pretty advanced for a five year old. <laughs> 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 it's like i have this distinct memory of being in his like pl- attic playroom we we're watching how the elephant got his drunk sweet. now he's talking all these years later he's talking about your ice cream order to someone and uh, oh, he's yeah. like <laughs> like remember when we watched how the elephant got his drunk and you like <laughs> really liked oreos or something <laughs> like oh he's like, oh. so creepy You're right, like Julian was pretty naughty also. Yeah, yeah. Well, because like, what I don't, this is again what I'm saying is like, why is this so big of a thing that it is throwing this woman completely off kilter? Do you know what I mean? Like I can understand that she feels guilty and all this stuff, but surely an adult son coming to find them or something, it's like, would that be so bad? Like, I, you no, know, I kind of... the
1: letters were,
0: th- I mean, they weren't like, Hey, it's me, your son. I'd love to meet you. It was like, Yeah, I'll never forgive you for what you did. Yeah, you're right. I did. I mean, my take was this that she was kind of unstable anyway. Yeah. Right. And I may be looking, I mean, from a lens of back, like, cause I was like, why not just say, oh, yeah, 30 years ago, I ha- I gave up a, I mean, because maybe she gave the kid up for adoption because it would have, like, hurt her career, mm-hmm. basically, which that's kind of, you know. You but- we'll get to age ain't nothing but a number. Oh, no, and now I'm worried. But, yeah, so it's, like, <laughs> but she's, all- like, to be this, I don't know, I guess if you've kept a se- secret for that long, it's yeah. would be very jarring well- to, like. It, like what that one that we watched where there was like the widow the like black widow and like just was a oh, big show of 1965 yeah yeah so wow. like that like makes <laughs> sense because like you know someone died and it like you know and then this was sort of being dredged up again and like that horror is kind of war to the yeah, to your point like Sure, yeah, the first message was like a little bit menacing, like I know what you did, but then the the other ones were just the birth certificate, right so it, it wasn't like i I don't know, like it it yeah i it's a really yeah, there's a lot of balls in the air here that I think some of them don't get tied off, but Megan, you're probably right about all that stuff. I really do think we should have known who the son was, yeah even if it was someone random or whatever i want a name yeah I <laughs> yeah yeah like is it larry is it you know it's not larry obviously but but wait and how did barbara find out about it he- she went to the hospital and stole the birth certificate bribed a bunch of medical professionals i know birth but birth. how did she even know to do that Oh, I don't know. Oh, was TJ doing the autobiography? So they kind of knew each he other. Out. No, he, yeah. That's why they were working together. Is His information was going to help get her the lead role. And her information was going to help him fill mm-hmm. out his book. Um, on the Battling Lords. <laughs> <laughs> I... Oh, God. I, I've written down so many notes for this one. Yeah, um, me
1: too.
0: I... The, Barbara I guess I do get a little insight into her being like a complete a-hole But she goes on that tirade where they're fitting her into her costume <laughs> and then she like snaps at Prue about the like red wine she's like no and did Jessica stood there kind of like judging her being yeah, like. Oh. and then Barbara realizes that's happened. It's like, Oh, I'm really sorry. I'm just nervous. And when she, when she did that, Jessica's like, Phew. <laughs> she's hovering there waiting just to see if she'll like correct her mistake but yeah that part made me laugh because you're like you don't still need to be there (laughs) she's like i'm waiting for you to apologize you were so rude (laughs) and barbara's like popping pills as it turns out it was aspirin but still (laughs) i know i I did like because jessica i wrote in my notes like oh jessica's not here for pill popping but then yeah then it turned out to only be aspirin yeah and she was she was like, Oh, sorry, I snap. Like that that was pretty like an immediate call out of she's like, I'm distressed. <laughs> weird but yeah, and the, <laughs> the whole the whole play. Was I was gonna <laughs> say I would lot. love to segue back into the play. Cause <laughs> that's like what was the premise of it? Their <laughs> lives. Here's the premise, Glennis. It's a hilarious comedy where two exes get thrown back together ex-spouses but they're married to other people now <laughs> and then they find out that they're still in love with each other now you would think that's like not enough of a story for play but there's plenty of comedy plays that are pretty much based on that premise like exes yeah. but then you know but the scenes are the you get the lines from the play are my favorite bits of this episode <laughs> spoiler alert So obviously there was the one, the quote that I, that we get to hear twice read by two different actresses. We get to hear Barbara's reading of it. We get to hear Maggie's reading of it. And both times it is like a gut punch to the crowd in terms of comedy (laughs) genius. Honestly, like they cannot get enough of it. Yeah. They are like cheering. And she says, but first we must get rid of our number twos. Now, I would have thought they're laughing because it kind of sounds like a poo joke, but that Maggie's reading of it is then like chef's kiss finished off with Julian smacking that glass oh out of her hand my. as hard as he can. <laughs> That made me laugh out loud. I was like, if I was in the audience, I would be like, "Bravissima!"
1: <laughs> I
0: honestly so dramatic. I also <laughs> laughed out loud. <laughs> what did I just see? <laughs> he <laughs> like does that dramatic sniff, and then he's just like, "Whack!" <laughs> I no, I thought he hit her in the face. He did kind of look like that. Well, because if he's a professional actor, all he would have had to do is go. I know he's like selling it because he's trying to, but I think he would have just smelled it and then been like, I think it calls for champagne or something. Grab the glass off her or something. Right. Oh, that maybe would have, have been to... a good save. He's, like, what? <laughs> he's like, I'm going to hit this. <laughs> the look on her face is like, what? <laughs> her glass wasn't supposed to have poison, but there was enough of a trace to kill her. He could smell yeah. it. It was all pretend. no, and he he'd done it. He'd poisoned yeah. them both to try to like take the oh right 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 suspicion make it seem like it wasn't him. Yeah, I know he's pretty naughty when you think about he it. He's naughty. That's pretty naughty. He is naughty, and of course, the play ends with those immortal words: <laughs> <laughs> finders, keepers, losers, reapers. But it was it meant to be based on their lives, like their. Tumultuous. no because they met they met d- doing the play originally so they, it wouldn't oh. have been based on their lives i think what's a, like it is meant to be like philadelphia story have you ever seen that one Glennis? no nope. where there it's well there's a couple versions of it but the one i'm thinking of is catherine hepburn and cary grant are ex-spouses and she's engaged to a new guy but they're all like crazy rich And Jimmy Stewart comes on the scene as a reporter to report on the marriage to the new guy. And it's basically a lot of like comings and goings and silly stuff. And over the course of the story, you're not quite, she's sort of flirting with Jimmy Stewart. So you think maybe she's going to get together with him, but she's also realizing that she really likes Cary Grant still. And then at the end, she dumps the new fiance to get back together with the ex-husband. It's very good. It's funny. It's funny. Yeah, and I think it was like, oh, it's so funny because these guys. And wait, what's it called again? The, the Philadelphia, Philadelphia story. Oh. Or a uh, Philadelphia story. Megan used to have a poster of it. Well, Megan, did you have like a poster of it? Or no, not that no. one. But now that you're talking about it, I feel like someone did. It wasn't me. wasn't me. I can't imagine it was Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was Oliver. <laughs> It is a shocking twist, Oliver had a picture of the Philadelphia story. Yeah, our brother loved the Philadelphia story. <laughs> Mad on it. We used to have those editions though, of things where it was like, do you remember, Megan, when they had those covers of the VHS boxes? Like, yeah. like all the Hitchcocks had that kind of, it was like a kind of cr- criterion kind of thing done to them. Yeah. Where it looked all like cool and like, anyways. Okay. Uh, bu- 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 bu. Should we move on to the beats? Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Finders, keepers, losers, reapers. Okay. I just going to say it more oh, times. First, we got to get rid of our number twos.
1: I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, bad. So bad. This is, like a, <laughs> this is like
0: the music from Broadway Melody. We're like, I cannot. <laughs> okay. Right. That isn't I mean, right. It's is a new murder mystery show that Megan is also watching called Ma- Madame Blanc Mysteries, which, you know, there's pros to like it. I'm rage watching it at this point. Like I'm, I'm three episodes in. So the first episode, when we watched it, when they finished the opening credits. Mark was like, oh, <laughs> that theme song was so bad. He was like, it was so bad. He's like, I can't even, I've just listened to it and I can't remember the tune. It's funny that you say that because I, when I watch it, I try to remember it too so I can like sing it back to you. And it's like, <laughs> you know, it's impossible. <laughs> there's, there's like no tune and it just ends with like there's no chorus there's no like it's just a man crooning something and at the end he goes I was only passing through yeah. but I'm, I'm singing it like I can remember the notes I don't know if that's how he sang it I've watched six episodes of the show it's, I, I agree with Susanna I mean i watched three and yeah each time I'm like okay I'm gonna remember the song this time <laughs> just so I can sing it anyhow yeah, but that's what I feel like the Broadway melody songs are like they just sort of like go right through your ears <laughs> no I'm trying to remember something about yeah but meanwhile and that summer breeze <laughs> oh yeah that'll be in there forever <laughs> That should have been the theme song to Mada Blanc. <laughs> and that autumn breeze, too. <laughs> wow. Okay. Sorry. I'll, oh, God. <laughs> Anyways, we should do a special mini series where we all watch Mada Blanc, and it's going to be rough. Okay. Episode beats weather. No. Secret Joyce Claza hiding. No. Right I mean, out in the open. Well, TJ does a lot. Is that an... TJ does a lot of lurking. He is lurking yeah. a lot, but Julian murders somebody in front of like three hundred people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair right enough. Up. Not a ton of hiding. <laughs> so pretty, pretty open. <laughs> Which is so that is insane. uh poisoning, bludgeoning, poisoning, cyanide, phone mark cut. Maggie takes the phone off the hook when she's sleeping. We've had a few of those where people take the phone off the hook. Yeah. I do pretty much do the same. I put my phone on do not disturb. I suppose that's true. She's shaking. Julian slaps Maggie's glass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, window yeah. peep uh, through Preston's office door. I think there was a window and people kept kind of peeping in and out of there. I think um, fake name ID. Larry Matthews makes a joke where someone says like, oh, have you ever considered changing your name? And he's like, I already have. <laughs> yes I <laughs> no yeah. and that's what the oh god this i didn't mention this sir, but the police chief i know they're trying to make him annoying anyway but he was so annoying he was so annoying he was rough um we could talk about we're actually just at that bit the fuzz slash cop oh, wait, sorry 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 Chief Drock who's sort of playing the part of an inspector, but then not actually listening to anything Jessica's saying to him. So every time he just goes goes off on one she like like lets him like arrest that guy, even though she knows that it's wrong. (laughs) She's like, I can't, I can't deal with this anymore. He's not listening to me. Well, the thing with it is is that's annoying is because normally she'd like put him in her in his place but then because it's julian that's done it she doesn't want to say it in front of everybody Mm -hmm. so she just uh, she lets larry get arrested and i actually kind of think that's on jessica because normally she would have not done that but she wants to protect like these people like you know anyways um, which is i find because yeah i I did it did make me laugh when you find out that the cops dressing room is in like the boiler room of the (laughs) (laughs) in the basement and he's changing like behind the curtain (laughs) yeah that was good um cop chemistry absolutely not (laughs) no not at all
1: (laughs) none businessy
0: business business, the theater we're back we're back not as big stakes as deadpan but a better play i guess a more well-liked play than, um, I really uh, think I would rather watch Deadpan, Dark. Well, cause the play is what? Mainly murder in <laughs> Deadpan. Yeah. And this is the past is still with us or whatever it's called. When and uh, Descent into Madness. Okay. Oh, that one was Final Curtain. Oh, Final, I'm sorry. I This whole episode I've been calling, referring to Deadpan. I meant Final Curtain is what I meant, sorry. Yeah, that place seemed rough. Like I'm like I don't want to sit there for two hours watching. So, anyways, Uh, (laughs) AJ, nothing but a number. Here we go. Okay, I'm excited. Okay, Barbara Bennington, 40. Chief Drock, 46. Nikki Saperstein, 44. Alexander Preston, 67. Uh, T.J. Holt, 33. Eddie Bender, sixty-one. Prue Matson, thirty-three. Larry Matthews, twenty-nine. That's Shea Farrell, okay. and then uh, our battling lords are Julian Lord, who's sixty-three, and Maggie Tarot, who's sixty-four. Okay, so all fine. Um, yeah, quite yeah, quite a big range of ages actually. Normally we don't get <laughs> such. Wait, a and how old was Prue? Range. Thirty-three, I think. Okay. So, yeah, so she's 33 and uh, Larry was 29. Okay. Um. Okay. The Jonathan scale, anybody? My only argument is for Eddie, the ice cream. Oh, yeah. Guy. Yep. Oh, yeah. Agree. Mm-hmm. Is it because like now we have this like Pavlovian response where when there's somebody called Eddie, they have to <laughs> fall in there? Is that what you were saying before, Megan? Well... <laughs> yeah. even though Eddie wasn't the Jonathan of his episode it was Susan was the Jonathan okay. of his episode he just like although just I don't know if this is a Jonathan he's just very stuck in the past yeah yeah that's so these days I'd written Eddie but obviously yeah. it's a little a touch more serious than it these days <laughs> at least these days they're just keeping their crying to themselves so Right uh petite feet no glamour shots we get a hint of one I was worried because I was like we're not going to get a glamour shot we see Larry's headshot for a brief second as they're passing papers Mm -hmm. back and forth and I was like thank you (laughs) (laughs) there it is uh smooches yeah Larry and Prue make out quite a lot oh yeah they like tumble into the room (laughs) making out still standing yep yep and then Jessica you know, she's, she's kind of creeping behind the thing like watching them and then they like stumble back out. She was remembering about
1: Frank.
0: I know, she just like very like creepily like stepped back. <laughs> uh, I
1: had a question about
0: like him and Maggie's relationship. I know that they sort of touched on it at the end but like why was then his relationship with Prue so hidden because maggie was pretending they were dating so that julian would be jealous mm. is that what you got megan yeah I, I but i didn't catch it the first time i saw this like i've seen this episode over the years like many times but in the rewatching, i i couldn't rem- and then i thought maybe he was the son and it was like but it turned out maybe not um yeah, if they were pretending to be dating and he was the son, that'd be rough. Because he says, like, oh, none of it. He tells Jessica, like, none of it's real. Like, you know, but she, yeah, she's just trying to make um, Julian jealous. Uh, but that was a funny bit as well, because it's like, Julian just seems to like her. So yeah. why is she even bothering? I mean, uh, because even her being jealous about Jessica, it's like, well, this person seems like nothing but very supportive of you. Uh-huh. I was going to say it ends up sort of killing for her if he if we're to believe Julian's version of events, yeah, which I doubt. Um, okay, <laughs> the bloody hands No. Familial ties; these are just old friends, not family. Eyes closed, head shake. We we have. Um, she does that at the cop.
1: Yeah. In one
0: scene, but I don't think she does it to Julian. Um, okay, and then- She leaves the room. She's kind of like, that's a bummer. Yeah. She's like, I guess you're going to have to turn yourselves in. <laughs> I let Larry go to jail, but I'm not going to let him like spend the <laughs> night there.
1: <laughs>
0: um, okay. Fave outfit, worst outfit. Glynis, what do you think? I don't think I had a worst. Well, actually, no, I take that back. Um, I did have a few worse. Um, so my favorite, uh, some of my favorites were Jessica's blue polka dot silk dress, Jessica's red and white dress, and mm. I loved the green jumpsuit. Worst was the curtains and the wallpaper in that room where she's talking to the cop. It was like green and like Oof. sort of abstract squares and then also green and pink matched with like super intense floral curtains and then on top of that is the cop's mustache Mm. oh okay ashley what do you think
1: um i weirdly didn't have a fave outfit written down but i did say the shoulder pads in this episode are out of control
0: <laughs> There's a lot of shoulder pad work. There are, the shoulder yeah. pad
1: for me was the worst because I think it really pushed some of the outfits that were on the fence for me overboard. And she mm. just yeah, she didn't look great. So okay. not Jessica. Um
0: Maggie. 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 Yeah,
1: yeah, I yeah. Okay,
0: Megan, what do you think? Yeah, um, let's see. Jessica wore an outfit in the beginning with with a beige skirt, striped shirt, and a blazer that I liked. I didn't love the green dress, even though I know that's controversial. (laughs) And uh, and then um, Jessica wears a red and white dress that I really liked. And at first, I thought I liked Maggie's sparkly outfit at the very end. But then when they showed the back of it and had those circles on it, I wasn't crazy about it. Mm. I know exactly what you mean. I was because I was going to say the same outfit, and then I saw the circles. I was like, Mm-mm. "Um, yeah." My fave outfit was this um, green jumpsuit. My worst outfit was Barbara's blue jumpsuit. So, yeah,
1: okay.
0: uh-huh. yeah. Biggest hunk, Ashley. Who do you think's the biggest hunk in this episode?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a tough one. Uh, I
1: don't think I have one. There is a correct answer here. There's okay. two. There's okay. Two, okay. Answers okay. Right. Okay. two answers. All except two answers. Okay, let me see if I can do this. <laughs> Come on, Ashley. Oh, I don't know. I don't. I don't have anybody. Um,
0: mm,
1: Prue Madsen.
0: Oh, that's, one, that's one that's one that I
1: will accept okay that's good. one of the okay. two I got real sweaty about it so. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I'm going with yeah that's it that's
0: true yeah true <laughs> I mean I think Barbara is really pretty okay Glennis, what do you think yeah Barbara was gonna be mine I picked Shea Farrell oh well, I yeah. forgot about him he is cute yeah I was gonna say either Larry or Prue would have would be acceptable but 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 barbara too and actually don most isn't a bad-looking guy it's just they paint him into a creepy corner yeah the glasses and just the fact that he's like wandering around and but he's got this like creepy smirk on all the time Uh, like he's like gotcha and um also it's like way to play it low-key buddy if you're just trying to like gather intel like i would have thought you'd be a little more stealthy All right, J.B. Burns. What do you think, Megan? So, okay, I'm just going to say favorite lines because I'm not remembering J.B. having too many burns. Maggie says to Barbara, she's like, you can cut the sweetness act ballerina. I've seen that movie too. And then um, (laughs) the cop refers to Barbara as our luckless thespianette, which that (laughs) made
1: me laugh. And...
0: I guess that's it. Okay. Oh, and I like when Julian says, Jessica wants him to tell her what they what happened 30 years ago. And he's like, I'm afraid this is a scene in which I have no lines. Yeah, I thought that was a good line. Go Booyah! All right, Glennis, what do you think? <laughs> um, So this was from Maggie to Prue. Where she says, You're the resident stage manager, not the resident bedspread. That was good. That was rough. Whoa. Um, and then the agent, or whoever that guy was, um, <laughs> they're like, She's like talking about doctors or something like that. And he's like, can the doctors help with the back I have against the wall or the <laughs> <laughs> neck I broke getting all the critics here? I thought that was fun. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So yeah. too. Ashley, what do you think?
1: Um, I had Julian's line about sorry this is a scene in which I have no lines um I had that written down and then I just wrote down when uh Jessica politely declined wine in the middle of the afternoon <laughs> yeah. was having a drink. <laughs> Maggie goes some wine she goes not right now thank you yeah it's too early Jessica not- yeah um no and then I chuckled when um Nikki Saperstein did the static on the phone Like like rubbed his like sleeve or Mm -hmm. something (laughs) across the receiver, so that made me laugh.
0: And you know what the the guy was he the one whose playhouse it was Alexander Mm. Preston. He he said, "Good Lord, I think he's playing Hercule Poirot." That made me laugh. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah. Julian goes and badly (laughs) something like (laughs) that.
1: That
0: one's good yeah the only additional ones i had was al alex says alex Preston says the days when emotional prima donnas ruled the stage are over yeah so that was quite a good one and uh tj says to jessica you are something of a busybody." yeah um okay fave guest star ashley what do you think fave guest star
1: hmm do you like john shuck who plays the the inspector i think he's Mm. just kind of goofy and he just plays like just an airhead um so i like that um yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go with that one okay megan what do you think i don't know i mean i weirdly
0: ended up thinking alexander preston was really funny like yeah he was Um and Maggie was really good too, so I'm kind of torn. Uh, I don't know. Julian was good too, you know. I don't know. I keep wanting you to say the ice cream man. I mean, look, he's now who's stuck out of my mind pretty well. Because I'm it's like. A
1: lasting impression. I mean, I was going to say that too. But then I was just like, but he's too creepy. so, he's so creepy. But you're right. But like- <laughs> so you've mentioned him
0: more times than, yeah. than most people in most episodes.
1: And um, Danny Mose or whatever he's so creepy though and he's just always gonna mention two creeps all right i love the creeps give him yeah, the, two- the, <laughs> the two creeps are your favorite guess yeah <laughs> i just never think john Shuck gets any love
0: yeah. like
1: for being a light like, character actor so
0: yeah
1: i probably went with it
0: Glynis, did you say who yours was? No, I weirdly, I think mine might be the creepy reporter. Just because it's like <laughs> so mean heckling at the beginning. It just was really like it was surprising. It sort of like, you know, wasn't maybe paying active attention. And then he was like, yeah, well, you shaved 10 years off, didn't you? And then like grumble, grumble, grumble. <laughs> and I was like, that's funny. Yeah say mine was maggie probably the lady that played maggie i liked her um okay Glennis's guess i was not privy to this so i don't know what she said she got it right oh well done so Glennis, what do we think you gave this episode anybody have any thoughts i think she gave it a six Really? (laughs) Okay, Ashley, what do you think? I I'll go with the six. I'm gonna say five. That was my second guess. (laughs) Yeah, so I I went with the six. Come on! It made me laugh. So, yeah, I I watched it with her. I felt like she liked it. Yeah i uh i took i just yeah um it wasn't (laughs) as like soul crushing as maybe the last one yeah 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 yeah. i mean it was still like and then a lot going on but yeah the whole bit with the crowd and that they think that this is the greatest play in the world what was your favorite bit Probably that. Well, when he smacks the wine glass out of her, face. Yeah. <laughs> like basically, like clotheslines her.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, Ashley, what do you think? I mean, that's my favorite part too. Um, it's so unexpected. Um, I'd say a seven.
0: Okay, Megan, what about you? I'm gonna go eight, and my favorite scene I think was that. Like press junket in the beginning.
1: Yeah, that one was. Oh, and cool.
0: someone calls them old troopers, and she gets mad. Which that's that was good. <laughs> uh, I like yeah the the wine glass smacking was my favorite bit. Um, I would probably also give this a seven. I oh, like a good reason for that. I I like this episode. I've seen it a lot, but I kind of. <laughs> I like, kind of got so annoyed about the thing where you never learn who the son is I was like come yeah. on like we need to know this or I do Maybe it's funny because I do think of this as like being one of your favorites but I I yeah I do like I, like I have fun when they're doing the play but the rest of it I don't really like as much but mm-hmm. I like quoting the lines from the play. And now that I have a second one that I can hang my head on, I'll be saying that one all the time too. So I just think it's really funny. I like when we're at the theater always. Yeah. Is this our last theater one? I hope not. Now I feel like maybe But now I can't. There's other ones where she goes to productions, but we've done... We've done Stage Truck, we've done Deadpan, we've done Broadway Malady, we've done Dance Diabolique. I know that's ballet, <laughs> but still Theat- theatrical production sort of. There must be other ones where they put it on a play. <sighs> Final curtain, we've done. Oh, yeah. I mean, even a witch, the witch's curse had a play in it. <laughs> uh, I'll have to brainstorm. But anyways, well, does anybody have anything they want to add before we close out? No. The only thing I will add is that Maggie at one point is under sedation somewhere. So classic 80s (laughs) sedative reference. Those barbitals are out again. Um, Just (laughs) running wild with the barbitals. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. And we hope you'll listen again next week. Bye. Bye. coverage the podcast for three sisters, oh sorry oh, family, that's family, friends, that's um friends. means the recording from la- sorry keep going sorry about that god who was that beautiful
1: voice <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>